Hello, welcome to Metapod, the show for watching Metabots and talking and about Metabots. And only that's what for we that. do. Yeah. We desperately try to not mention Pokemon or Digimon. Right. And often fail. Uh, how are you, buddy? Oh, man. You know, it's just life is a nonstop thrill ride where everything goes completely correct all the time. <laughs> you know how it is. That is sarcastically Nolan. <laughs> Uh, That's how I sign my emails, (laughs) (laughs) sarcastically. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, anything, uh, anything, anything new before we get into uh, predictions or whatever? Uh, For some reason, I decided to watch Les Miserables at midnight last night. Is that how you pronounce it? Okay. Yeah. Um, Less miserable. Yeah. Less miserables. Um. That is the fucking Hugh Jackman version of that. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Like, it, it has, like, it's really strange. It has a lot of these ambitious shots, and but it also feels like a stage uh, performance at the same time. And all of the, uh, like, straight-to-camera uh, performances were recorded on set. So, like, people are actually fucking singing. I mean, you can tell they did some, like, pitch stuff. Right. But, like, they're really good. Really good. That's something you don't, see often I guess usually because of I guess with it being like set up like a stage performance they're able to use the actual ambience of the room and get a good sound but in most cases you know that's it would be impossible it would be impossible yeah to to get a good like vocal performance from you can tell when they're doing that because of the way that those specific scenes are shot Mm -hmm. like they're usually a lot tighter on the um, on the subject yeah um but uh, yeah, uh, apart from that, I uh, saw the D and D movie. How um, was that? Um, it was good. It's like a fun romp. It's just basically like a heist movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's fine. Like it didn't blow our minds, but um, like if you play D and D, you're gonna be like throughout the movie, you're gonna be like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, but didn't make his con save, did he? <laughs> right. right. Um. So, you know, for that reason, it's fine. Um, it's not completely over soy dialogued, which uh, I appreciated. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that, but you know, not so much that you feel like you're just being bashed over the head with it. Um, throughout the whole thing. Um, that's good. I was. Yeah, that's I w- I wouldn't say I was worried because I don't really care that much. Yeah. But I was kind of concerned there would be s- so many layers of of meta irony. Yeah, like because it's one thing of like a a battleship movie or or some <laughs> or like you know turning like a game into a movie, but turning yeah. a game that's like all a tabletop, ab- yeah, that tabletop game that's all about the the meta and role playing playing into a movie. Yeah, um, <coughs> that would is actually the thing I would say is the absolute. Uh, best part, the, the thing it has the most in its favor is that it is incredibly earnest. It feels very like genuine. You can tell people who really liked D and D made it. Yeah, it's a storyline that is like, well, it's not you know, it's not a pioneer in any sense. It's not really creating any new territory or anything like that. It's just, it's just competent throughout. And right. um, again, yeah, it's very, it's very genuine. It, it has. Uh, Kind of an egalitarian message at the heart of it, without being overly preachy, and uh, you know I, I like that. Um, 
I don't think a movie has to have the right politics to be right. You know, otherwise we wouldn't enjoy anything. Any movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the only way that a movie like that can be uh, good on any level is if it comes at it earnest, since it is such a cynical concept to to begin with. Yeah. Um, I saw Mario. Yeah, how's that? Uh, really fucking good. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. We uh, almost saw that instead, just because of. Um, so I, I'm a firm believer of judging art on its own merits and on what it's trying to do, hmm. and not like projecting, you know, what you what you want or ex- expect on it, but meeting it on its own terms. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, there's a pretty big split between the the general uh, critic reception of it, you know, having no character development or, like, a, th- <laughs> a, thin, pl- a thin plot or those kind of things. And that's true. But it's fucking Mario. Exactly. It's fucking Mario. And, um... Nobody's watching Mario for the fucking themes. Yeah, right. No, no one's playing Mario for the themes. It f- right. It feels it's like jump man. You know, he jump. He's a man. <laughs> it feels a lot like um, like what it feels like to to play the games. And like a lot of people have like talked about like well the the Lego Movie had uh, has a, like a good complex story. Does it? I mean, Lego Movie does have a good have a good story and character development. But my response to that is yes mario is thin but there is nothing to lego like as long as you get the basic mechanics of things connect together and you build with them yeah there's no story there you can do whatever you want right. to yeah there it's it's a sandbox right of. exactly and mario's not really that it's n- sort of just a very yeah it's it's as paper thin as it possibly could be it's good guy fights dinosaur monster thing to get princess but there's enough there that it can be done wrong because yeah. it was in 1993. So there's enough, <laughs> st- you know. So there's enough story to well, Mario. They just went fucking hog wild with every fucking aspect of it. Right. Yeah. But like, if Mario was really that thin of a concept, and it is very, very thin, but if it was, then the complete, like, uh, topsy turvy world reversal bullshit that they pulled in the 1993 movie would work but Mm. it doesn't so it plays it close enough that it's recognizable but it still works in a movie concept and is someone who i mean watches children's anime every week and watches power rangers on a regular basis i'm completely fine with a story having no story (laughs) and, and, and no character development and just being uh, being a matter of sensation, and it's really fucking pretty. Like it is probably outside of like, you know, like Spider Verse and movies like this new trend of like highly stylized 3D for a traditional mm. 3D movie. It's probably the one of the prettiest movies I've seen in a long time. That's cool. That's kind of the main thing I was hoping is that it would feel like the way that like Sunshine and Galaxy and Odyssey all have. Just the most charming possible yeah. setting that you could be in. It's just the most comforting. Everything's round and cute and fucking, you know. 
stylized in a way that you, it doesn't have to be photorealistic to be super palatable. Yeah, it was it was really really pretty to watch. My only real complaint, and it's not too much of one because I didn't mind the songs, but there were a couple of um, mainly '80s and early '90s pop songs thrown mm. in there for some reason, uh, yeah. which you know the the actual Mario songs that they scored were beautifully done. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, like minor minor things, but I I enjoyed it, and I'll I don't know if I'll go see it again, but I'll definitely definitely watch it again. And then uh, and then I finally got Dolphin to work on my computer and got a a Switch controller, so I've been playing Luigi's Mansion and Red Sunshine for the last couple of days. I had Luigi. I played Sunshine a dozen times. I had Luigi's Mansion too as a kid, but like a week after I got it, my parents' dog, because I was like 11 then, um, ate the disc. Ah. Uh, yeah. So. The uh, disc? Remember, yeah, the, the GameCube had mini discs. I know, but you're, the dog ate the disc? Well, he didn't eat it if he'd shoot it up more as like uh, unusable. The, it, I, was a, it was a great day. What the fuck? Oh, okay. I was going to say. <laughs> Fucking! If you're a great day in the world, you're chew toy. Right, exactly. Yeah. But Damn. um, but yeah. So we're watching episode seven. Cyan dog bites back. Mm. Apropos. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um. I don't remember. Yeah, he should have bit the dog back whenever it ate <laughs> <laughs> your fucking. I sunshine uh, CD. I don't remember because it's not one of the. Uh, one of the screws, Metabots. So I'm Cyan not. Dog? Sh- yeah. I, can't, I can't remember who fucking owns that. Have we run into Cyan Dog? Maybe not. We may not have. It sounds familiar. Yeah, but maybe because we talked about it last week. Oh fuck yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I guess let's just. Oh right, before we get into it, um, the Metabottery. Okay. Um, what? Huh. I gotta make my predictions of what's going to happen. Oh shit! Yeah, this episode. Okay. Um, even though Sand Dog does not belong to the Screws, uh, I do think we will see the Screws. Mm. I don't think he belongs to the Screws. I think we will see the Screws this episode. I think Cyan Dog belongs to somebody we have already met. Uh, I think Meta B will get uh an. I'm gonna say an arm from mm. from the fight. Damn, that's a called shot. And uh I'm gonna guess no Phantom Renegade this episode. No so Phantom Renegade. That's that's my that's my prediction. So let's see how it did and we'll be right back with Metabots episode seven, Cyan Dog Bites Back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome. So I uh, got the first one right. Yeah, immediately, and I guess I got the second one right on a on a technicality. Sure, could have could have sworn that Sand Dog, that uh, Spikes was something else, but whatever. Um, Metabi didn't get an arm, but Metabi didn't have a uh, a submission fight. Yeah, Metabi ep- did not fight this, this episode. episode. Yeah. <coughs> so yeah, we open on and no Phantom Renegade. Um, well, I guess yeah, not a submission, but yeah, Metabi fought at the very end. But we'll get there. Yeah. Um, so we open on Samantha and the screws, uh, fighting against, we never see the, whoever they're fighting in the first row battle, did we? No. 
No. Yeah, they all kind of take take turns fighting, and um, Sp- Spike does a does a poor job. And so after the fight, Samantha fires Spike from the screws because he's the reason why they've <laughs> lost a third of their of their row battles. We look on the bright side. We've won two out of three, right? Right. Um, and we see Henry uh, inner monologuing about how how strong um, a Metabot Cyan Dog is, and so it doesn't make sense why he's uh, why he keeps losing. Which made me th- think for a minute that we're gonna like see Henry investigator do more of the episode. No, he's just. He's just there for uh, for exposition in his yeah. in his mind to wonder at how much of a shitty uh, row battler Spike is. Yeah, uh, at the park or playground or whatever, um, <laughs> Arika is ex- explaining to Brass how Icky and Metabee are always fighting because they're like the relationship is like that between <laughs> a monkey and a dog, yep. or or a monkey dog relationship. <laughs> They represent the complex politics involved in the antagonism between a monkey and dog. Yeah. Based on their involvement in the space programs. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Apparently the monkeys never forgave the dogs for being the first in space, which I thought was the other way. Yeah, I thought so too. But I guess it makes sense. Um, actually, I want to want to check that right right now. Yeah, please do. I always thought the first animal in space was a monkey, but I guess I'm wrong. You know? Nope. It was... It It was was a dog. dog. A Russian dog, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course it was. Yeah. I mean, talk about fucking just... Fucking skirting over the finish line and ignoring all the points (laughs) in the fucking fucking race. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, for sure. uh, Like a... Hurriedly prepared to take advantage of the propaganda value of the first satellite, Sputnik 2 utilized an animal habitat and carried the dog Laika, the first animal to orbit the Earth. Wow. Yep. Did did it survive? Um, that is a good that's question. A, yeah. That's because that's pretty impressive, honestly. Uh, no. Oh. Well. Like a Moscow street dog became the first creature to orbit Earth, but she died in space. <laughs> it was a street dog? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> w- d- were there complications, or did they kind of just know that was going to happen? I'm sorry. We don't need to get <laughs> this deep into this. Um, well, there's an article called The Sad, Sad Story of Laika, the space dog, and her one-way trip around the world. Or one-way trip into orbit from the Smithsonian. So, you know, um, I mean, we can we can get into it, but I'm guessing it's probably going to end. Uh, they expected Lyca to die from oxygen deprivation, a painless oh death my God. within 15 seconds after seven days in space. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to see if it says... <laughs> It's so fucked. How? If that's 
how she died or or not. Yeah. Well, justice for space dogs everywhere. Yeah. Space dogs bite back. Yeah. Uh, look at how many space dogs the communism killed in the 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> the bark book of communism. <laughs> <laughs> um. <coughs> meanwhile, they see Spike running away from a real battle because he's decided he won't fight anyone stronger than him. Or Iki because Iki's a coward, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he runs from a fight while calling somebody a coward, which is honestly a pretty alpha move because how do you even deal with that? Right. You know? Conceptually, it's hard to wrap your head around. Those are always the worst insults. Um, And then Spike picks on some little kids <laughs> and challenges them and their uh, teddy bear metabot Charlie Bear to a row battle. Yeah, but oh no, it turns out it's the fucking ankle biters. Yeah. The the only comp competition for toughest gang in what's their city called? I I don't know. Yeah, that's um, a good question. Yeah. Meta City. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're the ankle biters. Yeah. Teeny tiny terrors. Teeny tiny teeter totter terrors. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they fuck him up. Yeah, they do. Charlie Bear has uh, this gravity beam ability. Uh, does he use it in that first fight, even? I don't think so. Yeah. It seemed uh, fairly one-sided. Uh, taking pity on uh, fucking Cyan Dog and Spike, uh, Metabee shows up to train, uh, which, again, uh, we keep getting fixated on this, like, robots training by lifting weights and running and shit. Okay, you say that, but I think the bigger question here is what the fuck was Spike doing training? <laughs> he was trying to do one push-up with a weighted uh, barrel on his back. Oh, sure, he wasn't doing a very good job of it. I just no, mean, like, yeah. it's already str stretching, like, the laws of credulity of why the robots are yeah. lifting weights and getting, quote-unquote, stronger, yeah. but... Why, why Spike was? I mean, <laughs> solidarity. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. It's like lifting weights to get better at Battleship. It right. Really, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Um. And at after they're done training, Meta B and Cyan Dog fight, but uh, Cyan Dog has horrible aim Terrible. and gets taken down almost immediately. It turns out Cyan Dog has a monkey medal instead of a dog medal. Yeah, and as we all know, dog metals, uh, or dog uh, fucking metabots, uh, are shooters. Right. And monkey metabots are wrestlers. Right. So you can't you can't mix the type. It's like it's cereal and water. It doesn't mix. <laughs> yeah. Unless you've ever had oatmeal in your life. Or or monkeys and dogs. Apparently, since we seem to be leaning into that yeah, metaphor for sure that I've never heard and makes no sense in any other context, but. But this and barely makes sense in this context. Yeah, man. But maybe it's more like a, a Japanese thing. Maybe, it, maybe that makes a lot more sense. They do have more monkeys just hanging out. Well, monkeys and dogs are both part of the Chinese horoscope. I wonder if there's mm. like there's probably some parables about them not getting along with one another. Right, like compatibilities or something like yeah. that. Like the scorpion and the toad or whatever it was. The yeah, scorpion. Yeah, the scorpion and the frog thing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Samantha challenges the uh, the ankle biters to a row battle. 
Uh, Charlie Bear takes down Pepper Cat with his gravity control, immobilizing her. And then Spike shows up, and at first he he's being big and brave and uh, stands up to the ankle biters and then <laughs> it immediately fucking cowers behind Eureka. Yeah. And then Chicken Man's back. Well, we don't get a... Um, we don't get a chicken metaphor. Yeah, he he's he's basically just telling Spike that he needs to to nut up and uh, that he'll never win with his current attitude, which right. really wasn't the issue. It was just the metal <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's part of it. It's it's part of it. He he could have not. I mean, I think it's related to though. Yeah, because like if he. He also bought the wrong metal. Right. He bought the wrong metal. They paid full price. But he, if he took it seriously and didn't always hide behind Samantha, he mm. probably would have figured out that he had the wrong the wrong metal. Or he would have... Um, should have just looked into it. He should have just looked into it. And also, even if he had the wrong metal, he could have adapted... Because, as we see yeah. in a minute, he gets the, a wrestling arm that he borrows from Meta B, and he's able to, on a technicality, beat Charlie Bear. Mm. So he could have leaned into the wrestling thing, but he just didn't pay enough attention. But yeah, Meta B lends Cyan Dog an arm to make him better at wrestling, or just hitting Charlie Bear in the face, because that's yeah. wrestling? They really started... They're boxing more than anything. Yeah, and even that feels kind of like a stretch. It feels more like just a slap fight. <laughs> uh, Trilly Bear sends Cyan Dog flying, but he lands on Trilly Bear, knocking out his metal, and so, you know, that's that's a win. That is a win. Uh, And then Samantha congratulates Spike on a technicality well done and tells the ankle biters to fuck off. <coughs> But of course, the screws are little fuckheads and challenge Meta B to a row battle. But Sandog still can't aim, and Meta B knocks him the fuck out again, and then Sam immediately fires Spike again. Yeah. So we're back to square one. We're, we're back to squ- we're back to square one. We, it's weird. We we reset the status quo. To but what we changed it to. To what beginning. we cha- right exactly. Yeah. yeah, I imagine that we're supposed to assume that Spike is still part of the screws. Yeah, the next yeah. the next time we see them, I'm sure he'll be. Yeah, he'll be part of them. They just have this sort of like on and off thing going on. So he's their whipping boy. They need him to keep spirits high by having, uh, you know, a piece of shit that they make fun of. Right. So, um, our fights this episode. Mm. We got a we had a few. Most of them were pretty. Pretty brief. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was our, our first one? I don't know if our first one counts because all we see is like flashes of the screws. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't count those. They're yeah. just, just like, those weren't really fights. They were more so just exposition. So, Peppercat versus uh, Charlie Bear. Uh, Peppercat versus Charlie Bear. Um, I'm going bum fight. Oh, not Peppercat. Um, Cyan Dog versus Charlie Bear. Oh, Cyan Dog versus Charlie Bear the first time? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say bum fight. It didn't really take anything to fuck up Cyan Dog. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. 
Uh, and then Pepper Cat versus Charlie Bear. You know, I I'm struggling not to call that a uh, fucking you know uh, bum fight as well. What do you think? Uh, it's okay. So I'm trying to to judge these in context. Yeah, you know, like, uh, but even so, yeah, I think I think I would agree. There was really nothing, nothing there. Um, Meta B versus Sand Dog round one. I would say also a a, a bum fight. Yeah, Meta B takes him down in one hit. Um, yeah, three little shots from his his arm cannon. A uh, Cyan Dog versus Charlie Bear. Round two. Ah, this is one that I would say is like approaching exhibition, but really, it was an accident, <laughs> right? <laughs> victory. Yeah. Which sometimes that that happens. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, what people say about like boxing as opposed to wrestling is that like even if you're an amateur, you can get lucky and beat somebody who's a lot better than you if you're boxing, but like. If you're wrestling, that's all effort and skill and shit. Uh, there's no way to get around that. Right. Um, you know? I'll give it exhibition. You give X? Okay. It was and entertaining. What? It was entertaining. Right, yeah. And I think that's, that's I guess, what metric, you have to, yeah. have to judge it on. For sure. Um, and Cyan Dog versus Meta B round two. Yeah, it's another bum fight. Yeah. Uh, Sand Dog just sort of flails at him, and then that'd be again one shots him. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Do you have anything? Any quotes or anything? Uh. Uh. The only one that we didn't mention out loud, um, because of course we we already talked about monkeys never forgave the dogs for being the first in space. Yeah. And um, the teeny tiny teeter totter terrors, um, was uh, an icky uh, line towards Spike whenever uh, he's finished training. He just says, you're still alive? (laughs) 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 I thought that was a really good line read. It was just funny. Okay. Then uh, I guess all that's left is um, how are we ranking this one? This episode? Yeah. I forgot what our fucking metric is already. Um, R2-D2 is our best. That's right. Bender's the middle. Awesome-O is the worst. I think this is an awesome-O. Yeah. This one's not really doing much. It, It just... All it really focuses on is developing Spike... A character that I could have gone my entire life without knowing anything more about. Right. Um, I like his voice actor, though. He plays uh, Max in the Sam and Max cartoon, if you guys are into that. Yeah, and it... I guess it develops him as much as, like, he's the focused character, but it doesn't really, like, give him anything. Yeah. You know, like... He starts he starts the episode as a dumbass and a chicken shit and he ends the episode as a dumbass <laughs> and a chicken shit. Yeah. But a slightly more competent one. Slightly. Very slightly. One that's at least capable of accidentally stumbling ass backwards into a uh into a victory. Right. Which apparently he wasn't before. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's this episode. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week 
with the next episode. (laughs) 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 I just forgot the title, too. For better or worse, part one. Oh, shit. We got a two-parter? We got a two-parter over the next couple of weeks. Better stick around, y'all. Yeah. So we'll be back with that, and we'll see you then. Goodbye.